Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. The connection between you and your therapist matters. That's why Alma focuses on helping you find the right someone to talk to, not just anyone. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search by what you want to focus on, like anxiety, relationships, or big life transitions. You can also specify preferences around gender, race, faith, and more to help you find someone who's more likely to understand where you're coming from. Alma also makes it easy for therapists to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of providers in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash not just anyone to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash not just anyone. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, Scott Goldbranson and Mo. Happy Hump Day, Raider Nation. It is Wednesday. That means it's time for our dedicated mailbag show here on Silver and Black Today, an Odyssey original podcast. Thanks for being with us. Are you still enjoying the win? Looks like a lot of you aren't, and we'll get into that in a second. And I say we, because my partner Mo Moten is with me. He is the senior NFL writer. At Bleacher Report, also Raiders columnist at SportsNot.com. You can catch him on X.com at M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. That's Mo Moten. I am at LV Gully. The show is SNB Today. We appreciate you guys being with us. Okay, Mo, well, we're here we are a couple days removed or a day and a half removed from the Raiders' big win over the Packers in <laughs> Las win. Vegas. And we're going to get into it. we got lots of calls now. I want people to remember we now have voicemail. Right, So you can call us, and we will put the number in the description below the video. Or if you're listening to the podcast, you'll see the number in there. So if you want to call us with your comments, you can do that. We have some calls that came before the game, some calls that came after the game, same with the emails. So you can still email us at mail at silverandblacktoday.com, but you can also call us at the number you see in the description of this podcast or video. 
702 number, okay? So you can dial us up and leave us a voicemail. Mo, are you excited to get hear some of our listeners for once? Our inaugural voicemail mailbag day. This is, this yes. is big. Yes, so we're going to get right into it because uh, we got some and we want to get to those. First, we're going to go out to our good friend HTC in Phoenix, uh, and this one uh, is is pretty funny and and actually fits in with what I wanted to talk to you about at the beginning of the show anyway, because I knew we would have mail on it, and you know my opinion from the postgame show. And so here's HTC from Phoenix, if I get the right one in. Uh, there we go. Here he is. Hey, it's TC from Arizona, and I have a question. But first, did you know that the Van Halen box set with the Sammy Hagar albums came out today? <laughs> yeah. On Friday? Beautiful. Well, make sure you stop by and get it at a local record store or, even better, one in Arizona. <laughs> so my question is, a lot of people have said, well, one in particular, probably the smartest guy I've ever met, has said, when it comes to the Raiders, that's where careers go to die. Do you think that's the case with Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> I mean, I, I, at the beginning of the year, I thought the Raiders were going to have a good year, and now Jimmy's kind of got off the rails here with concussion. So let me know your thoughts, guys. Love the show. All right, there you go. HTC in Phoenix. And, Mo, I'll start. Like, I don't know if the Raiders are a place where people's careers go to die, but Jimmy G has not impressed. He's been completely underwhelming. He's turned the ball over way too many times. And I know it's only five weeks in, my friend, and you could you could tell me to walk back from the cliff here on this one, but I just don't I think it's a bust. I don't think it's gonna work, and I don't think you're going to see a significant improvement out of this offense with him behind center. I think Jimmy G is what he is. I think the expectations for Jimmy G coming into the offseason for some Raider fans, not all, mm -hmm. for some Raider fans were too high. I think they were expecting too much of Jimmy G. Once you remove him out of that 49ers supporting environment, you're seeing a totally different quarterback. And I think that would be the case for a lot of quarterbacks that play well in San Francisco and go elsewhere. Now, it didn't work out for Trey Lance, but I watched a lot of 49er games, and I just wasn't impressed in Jimmy G. I was on this show for weeks saying I don't want Jimmy G in Vegas because he's not <laughs> that good of a quarterback. I said not only is he injury prone, he's not that good of a quarterback. And here we are. Five weeks into the season, he has six touchdowns and seven interceptions. I, I think the expectations for him were too high coming in. I will say that I don't think it's it's where career goes careers go to die and now Vegas. But I think it's been hard for a lot of players to find success with the Raiders because I think the coaching deficiencies have shown up. Uh, I talk about oh, yeah. development a lot. Coaches staff, their main job is to develop players, and the Raiders haven't yeah. had the coaches staff that's been able to do that. Now we're starting to see more of that for, for Patrick Graham on the defensive side of the ball. True. But Josh McDaniels, the offensive line has regret, regressed. Josh Jacobs has regressed. Uh, player, you know, Jacoby Myers looks great coming from the New England team, but it's it's not enough to say that, okay, this Raiders team is on the right track. But I will say right. about Jimmy Garoppolo, he is what he is. I don't think he's going to get much better. Yeah, and and you can wag your finger and tell me you told you I told you so. Um, I mean, I had higher expectations of Garoppolo uh, turning the ball over. I mean, we heard at the beginning when he got signed. By the way, HTC, thank you again for your call, and I will order yep. my Van Halen record from you. <laughs> um, but he he has been brutal. He does not make good decisions. He's not seeing open receivers. Uh, we saw with Devonte Adams after the game. Uh, well, you know excuses from Josh McDaniel, frankly. Well, he's in coverage, double coverage. 
And then Devontae Adams, not showing up as coach, Mo, but still saying, he said, listen, I get doubled all the time. You still got to find me. <laughs> That's what he said, basically, right? So so that shows you the quarterback. There's And even they've mentioned it on the broadcast, there's not a sink there. There's not a And I understand new quarterback and receiver takes some time, but you're five games in. He missed a game, four games in, fine. Still, not good. And I don't understand, to your point about player development, if you're going to say, hey, we got to bridge quarterback so that we can get the team spots all figured out and get younger and all this kind of jazz, you want this guy coaching your young players because they don't seem to be improving. I mean, that's that's plain and simple. All right. You ready? Do you have something else to say before no, we move on? Okay. Right. Right. Nope. We're going to go now to, I think it's Los Angeles, if I remember. T. Dougie. T. Dougie's got a question. Here we go. Get a generational quarterback. Oops. Uh, find a way to get that first or second round pick. Thanks, guys. Oh, I, I come in at the end of the call. Let's start that over. Hello. Mo, Scott, love the podcast. Love what you guys do. I appreciate everything you do for the Raider Nation. Just keeping it real. This is T. Dougie in California. Uh, you know, I just wanted to quickly just pour out my thoughts. I'm worried about this uh, organization. Um, you know, we, we talk about the same thing with Josh McDaniels. Really, it all just starts up there. Um, I, I keep thinking, what can we, what can this team do to turn it around, fix it, whether it's this year or in the future? Um, I know it's super early to talk about the future already, but we got to start <laughs> thinking about it because I don't think this team's winning, you know, going to the postseason. Um, my, my biggest thought is this, and I know it sounds, sounds crazy. You think about all these teams you know, in the past that, that turn it around by, you know, winning more games later on from, from, or from drafting early, right? Uh, we're talking about Cleveland, Houston, uh, Jacksonville, the Bengals. You know, they get that first, second round pick, and you don't always hit, but it seems like that's the realm you need to be in to really, you know, change the franchise to go to a better direction. It's not always the case, obviously, in our Raiders history, but being that there's, you know, once-in-a-lifetime quarterback, Caleb Williams, you know, coming to next year's draft, I, I think, you know, if – I don't want to say tank. It sounds ridiculous to think, <laughs> but if you're going to have a, a poor coach, at least get a generational talent at quarterback. And, and that typically solves some of your problems and will eventually, you know, lead you to a, a better pass. Um, what do you guys think? You know, I mean, I – I feel like if this team just, you know, stays in the middle of the pack, we'll, we'll stay in purgatory as we've been throughout, you know, the past however many seasons of drafting. So there you go. T. Dougie, smart dude. He's right. So, so he's right. So T. Dougie, that's that's a perfect voicemail because I actually put out a tweet after the Raiders game, and it was directed toward the commit to Kaleeb or tank for Kaleeb crew out there. I, I said this basically. Look. I already felt that the Raiders were not going to make the playoffs. I felt that they were going to be, a, you know, a sub 500 team, but I didn't think they were going to be bad enough where they'll be in the Clee Williams sweepstakes. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, if Clee Williams comes out, he's going to probably be the number one overall pick. So unless you have the number one overall pick, you probably have no shot of getting him because, again, he he's all every, anyone talks about when it comes to the top quarterback in the 2024 draft. And I put out this tweet last and I said, you don't need the number one overall pick to find the quarterback that changes your franchise. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, 
none of those guys were even top five picks in their draft classes. And they all changed around their respective teams. So the Raiders don't necessarily need the number one overall pick to, you know, to turn it around for their franchise. Now, I know it's a lot easier to have Khalid Williams in the number one overall pick because you, you talk about Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow, and I get all of that. Mm-hmm. But the Raiders are in a position where they probably won't be the worst team in the league because if you watch the Patriots, if you watch the Giants, to me, in my opinion, worse than the Raiders overall. Oh, yeah. Overall, no when question. you talk about both sides of the ball. So the Raiders, if they wind up, let's say, with a top 10 pick, they still have an opportunity to get a quarterback and a quarterback-rich draft to, to potentially turn it around. You know, you talk about the Drake Mays, the, you know, Michael Penix, Bo Nix, whoever you like, Nicks, Sh- yeah. Shador Sanders, if he comes out. You know, there are other options out there other than Khalid Williams. Right, and, and they have the ability to also move up from where they're at, uh, depending on what they do as well. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we get back to your calls and voicemails here with Mo and Scott on the Silver and Black Today mailbag show on this Wednesday, October 11th. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast welcome back it is the silver and black today mailbag show of course we are an odyssey original podcast covering your las vegas raiders momot and scott Branson back with you get right back and to the calls and uh, this is Raider J. I know Raider J from Twitter. I think I remember. And here's Raider J. This is J Raider calling from oh, San Diego, California. My question is, how many more games do you think Josh McDaniels left with this horrible play calling? <laughs> First and goal from the four and we throw the ball? Really? Who does that? What do you think? There you go. Raider J. Thank you, man. From San Diego, J Raider. hometown. J, J Raider. Raider. God, why do I want to put it? J Raider. Jay Raider. I got you, Jay Raider. I got you, Jay Raider. Uh, how many games does he last? Mo, it goes back to, uh, it, it seems, I know a lot of people put in the video of Mark Davis calling somebody an a-hole. We don't know that that was the coach. It could have been one of the players. Who knows? It could be his 26-year-old girlfriend. I don't know. But I just don't see him getting fired. I don't. I don't call for people to get fired. I think he's, doing, he's not doing a great job, to your point about development and also the play calling. Too conservative at times, loses track of time, doesn't manage the game well. Um, but I don't see him getting fired. Do you? I don't either. But to answer Jay Raider's question, if the Raiders finish with fewer than five wins, 
I would say it has to be on the table. Because I think I explained this recently. Last year, I felt like the Raiders were 9-18 and 18, that went 6-11 and because they squandered those double-digit you yeah. know, leads. This year, I think they're a legit 6-11, and 5-12 and 12 team, and I think the front office knows that. I go back to the passage that I put out on, on Twitter X where basically Vic Tafer wrote a piece, and he basically relayed a message from – not a message, but he he basically paraphrased for Dave Ziegler and Mark Davis, basically saying that the Raiders are not measuring this season on wins and losses. And I said, well, what are they measuring it on? It's player development. So all that needs to happen for Josh McDaniels to keep his job is for the rookie class or for the young players to show some progress. Now we haven't seen enough of that so far. So that that's a that's a that's an X on his report card, if so to speak. But the Raiders will have to probably lose you know, 12 games, have a top, you know, six or seven pick. And there's like mm. absolutely, there's very little progress from any of the young players. If that happens, then it's a possibility that he loses his job, along with Dave Ziegler, by the way. Yes. Uh, and I think both of them are in the same bucket right now because I'm not seeing a lot out of the talent that's brought in. There's a couple good spots, but overall, it takes time to develop players, but are they developing? I go back to your point. Someone said last night in my BR live stream that a lot of the defensive plays, the big plays made are by Gruden guys. Crosby, yes. Devon Diablo has been solid. Yes. Nate Hobbs, I know he didn't play, but he's been solid. He's a Gruden guy. Trayvon Merrick is coming along. He's a Gruden guy. The only guys that were brought in that are actually playing well right now from this regime on the defense side of the ball, Robert Spillane. Yeah. You know, so Marcus Pierce has had his ups and downs. He had a play last night, but overall Marcus Pierce has kind of been a disappointment. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Jay Raider, thank you for your for your call. We appreciate it. All right, now a written a written email, and this was sent before the game, uh, but it's from our good friend uh, uh, Anders Anders Purs. He says, "Hey gents, uh, this time a comment. Just listen to the JMD post Charger press conference. So this was from earlier in the week, uh, over the weekend, and it was perfect encapsulation of the man. His only solution is quote We have to execute better. He places all the responsibility on the players." They are not executing his genius scheme and play designs. Uh, I don't need, how about I need to scheme better plays? Maybe try that. The man's arrogance and ego are unbearable. He's never done one thing wrong in his own mind. The very definition of poor leadership, take none of the blame, take all the credit. Good leaders do the reverse. Absolutely clueless. And that's from Anders. You were just saying this, Mo. Same thing, like after the game, saying, is he going to take responsibility? We don't see a lot of that. We don't see a lot of it. And I go back to uh, the eight and O'Connell game where he started where O'Connell started against the Chargers. And I said, mm -hmm. while he can't turn a ball over in the red zone late in the game like that, I would want to hear Josh McDaniels say, we can't turn the ball over in that spot, but I could have made a better play call. Exactly. Regardless of who's regardless of whose fault it is, you are the head coach. So you have your hands basically, you should have your hands in everything. So as as Anders Anders said, you know, good leaders take the blame, even when it's not entirely their fault. And I right. learned this from, from the regular world of working in an office when you're a supervisor or a general manager. Even when it's not your fault, it is your operation. So you take partial responsibility Correct. and accountability for that. And people used to to criticize Derek Carr for always getting up and saying, oh, that's my fault, it's my responsibility, because they don't felt like he meant it maybe, but at least he did it. Like, I don't see the co I don't. – I've not seen, other than say a very generic – yeah, even the co the coaches, we got to get better too, which doesn't give you much. It's sort of like you're saying it to say it, but you can tell when people are kind of coming from a place, right? That, and that's why I said, say I. 
I could have made a better play call because it puts the onus and accountability on you. Correct. It doesn't reflect it on, oh, the coaching staff, which is a collective group. Say I, because then you're saying me. I need to do better as well. Right. There you go. All right. Now we move on to San Francisco. Pino, San Francisco. And here is your question for Mo and I. More of Chad uh, Ocho Cinco in this offense. You know, a lot of people like to compare him to a Wes Welker um, or a uh, Julian Edelman because he's a white boy. It, it's he seems to me to be more of a freelancer uh, when it comes to his routes in the field. I remember when he first came in the league, uh, he did have some uh, troubles acclimating to the offense. So I think within Josh McDaniels' offense, Hunter Renfro is just not a fit, and uh, I would much rather have an edge rusher and just give them more reps to. Uh, the young guys so that's my two cents but hey what the hell do i know uh, i sell insurance i don't play football or uh coach football so anyway have a great uh show all right out. there you go pino in san francisco thanks man and and now we know where to go for insurance if we need any um uh, but he's bringing up the point about the, the 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 conversation this week about perhaps hunter renfro being being moved as the raiders search for a defensive end Again, they continue not to use him. They continue not to be upfront about. It. I don't expect them to go out and say, "Yeah, we're done with the guy. We're going to try to trade him." But they're also not showcasing. Mo, how do you drive up trade value when a guy gets one or two targets a game? You don't. You have to package him with a draft pick in order to move him because no team is going to take that sh- take his contract straight up with the little productions he's had over the past year and a half now. So, I, I think to the caller's point, I think he's even though he sells insurance. He's absolutely correct in his assessment that Hunter Renfro as a as a route runner is more of a freelance. And I think Josh McDaniels wants guys who are going to do things the way he wants it in his system. I, I'm not there, so I hate to speculate on this. But it, what it seems like to me is that there's not a lot of room for Hunter Renfro's creativity when it comes to the route running. And that maybe that's why he's not getting the ball as much as he should be getting it. And if that's the case, he's not a fit for the Raiders offense. The, the the first thing that set me off to say that was when they brought in Jacoby Myers. And I know Jacoby Myers lines up mostly on the outside now, but when they brought in Jacoby Myers, it was clear Jacoby Myers is going to be the number two wide receiver behind Devontae Adams. Then you draft a, a slot wide receiver and Trey Tucker. So then you right. have the present uh, cutting into Hunter Renfro snaps, and then you have the future eventually cutting into Hunter Renfro's snaps. So that's why I've always said during the offseason, even though he's still on the roster, that eventually Hunter Renfro is just going to get moved. And it's only a matter of time, but I think what's holding it up is the Raiders aren't getting any offers for him to to move him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and thank you for your call again. Uh, we're going to get to our resident comedian, AJ DeMello, who's been a long time listener. Uh, and AJ sent me a message. It was before the game. He said, they will not win tonight. McDaniels will not start the kid. The locker room will fall apart and Adams will be traded. Glad I canceled my Fubo TV to watch games because this organization ain't worth anyone's time or money. No jokes, all real talk. Just sending this as I am right now. We are all really tired of this. It's getting out of hand, a disappointment again, uh, and let it hit you at 120 miles per hour in real time. At least if they start the kid, the team would respect the coach and we'd have a chance to keep Adams if Farva is good. So stupid man, so stupid man, so stupid man. Uh, you go get talent only to let it spoil. So this organization is doomed. And that is AJ. Now he did send me a note after where he kind of was like, okay, I feel a little better. But 
He brings up a good point though, too, which is what I was going to get to Mo, which is the, the idea that um, if, if you have a couple more games like this now, I know they won, but this is where you start to see, and you've been calling for it, the Aiden O'Connell situation. See what you got. Do you need to go draft a quarterback this year? You're going to have to get a new quarterback next year. It has to be a young quarterback. But maybe you don't if Aiden O'Connell can start the rest of the season and shows great promise. I don't know. I can't tell you if that happens. It would be, be unprecedented. Not unprecedented, but it'd be, it'd be not unprecedented if it happened. So to me, um, you, you now find yourself in a bind. They've now backed themselves into a corner with a quarterback again. And frankly, they could get rid of him next year if somebody's willing to take on some salary, but who's going to want to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? Unless Aiden O'Connell looks like the next coming of Peyton Manning, I'm drafting a quarterback regardless. Because <laughs> this is a really good quarterback draft. You, right. you, if you're a team that is iffy about your quarterback position or you clearly don't have the future, you're drafting a quarterback. Like I said, unless Aiden O'Connell throws for, I don't know, 30 touchdowns in, 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 in the next, you know, for the remainder of the season, and he's clearly, clearly the guy and doesn't need any competition, I'm drafting a quarterback anyway. But I, I don't even remember what the question was. I mean, it was, it was AJ just AJ putting just, out his feelings. He was just, just he was just venting. And that and we're okay venting. with that. If you want to leave that on the voicemail too, yeah. totally fine with that. Any way you want to send it in. We're, we'll address it um, and 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 talk about your points. And I think I think he's his point. If you if you listen to a lot of Raider Nation, it's the same thing. Even even when you saw them win, people are really still not happy because of what how they won, but also what the play they saw, the lack of development, the the backwards motions of this team, the fact that they are regressing in many many areas. Not on defense. Defense we saw a jump there, but otherwise on offense. Uh, not good. So, so thank you for your call. We appreciate it, man. Uh, or I should say your email, AJ, and hope you're gigging and doing well out there telling jokes. All right. Our last call. Go ahead, Mo. I was going to say, AJ, I wonder how you feel after that game and how would you feel if the Raiders went on a three game win streak? Would that change your mind a little bit? You know, leave a voicemail right back and, and yes. you know, answer that question for me. We will. I'm sure he will. All right. So then uh, here is our last call and submission of the day. It's Matt from Maryland. And hopefully I didn't. First of all, I love the show. There we go. I always listen every week. You know what I'm saying? I like y'all. Y'all keep it real. And I like that about y'all. Not too, not too fan-basedy, you know. You know what I'm <laughs> but anyway, Matt calling from Maryland. Um, Zilla Row on Twitter. Two things real quick. Let me speed it up. Two things. I think everybody owe a meek, a meek an apology because he made a play and he was balling. He was just balling. He got that dog in him. Everybody, well, not everybody, majority of people wanted him cut, including myself at times. I felt like we was deep at corner. I didn't think he was going to make the team. So I apologize to him if he's listening. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to you. You is a dog. You of course is, he's he, listening. He's he definitely a dog. But the second thing, um, Kyrie Wilson, why don't we play him on – on passing downs, why don't we play him inside? Like, he's strong enough to play inside in battle guard. And he might be quicker, you know what I'm saying? He might be quicker inside than outside. Not saying he needs to play inside all the time, but on passing downs, the way Coon's playing on the outside, he can rush the passer. But interior pass rushes, you know, it's still needed. And I think he might be able to help us fit. But that's all I got. Appreciate everything y'all do. Uh, keep doing what y'all do. Uh, yeah, go Raiders. All right, there you go. Matt in Maryland. Great, great call. Great call. Matt, 
First thing I want to say, Matt, I hope you don't take this the wrong way, but the minute you said two, I knew where you were from. That accent, that Maryland, Baltimore accent, you, knew. you cannot miss it. You, you say the word blue or YouTube, you yeah. can definitely hear the accent. So shout out to you, Matt. I'm, again, not making fun of your accent, but because I know I have, probably have a New York accent. People make fun of my voice all the time. But I knew exactly where you were from once you said a certain word. But I will say to the, to the question. You got two minutes left, Mo. Two minutes. He's absolutely right. Number one, I, I like the idea of moving Tyree Wilson inside. I actually said this on my Bleach Report Live on Tuesday that if the Raiders get the pass rusher, as the report said, Diana Rossini put out that report, I think they should go after Carl Lawson. If they get a long-term guy who could play defensive end, why not experiment with Tyree Wilson on the inside? Because as Matt said, he could be a lot quicker than some of the interior offensive linemen and yep. possibly get to the quarterback and generate some pressure. So I think they should experiment with that because he does have the strength and he's, as I said, probably quicker than a lot of guards and centers in the league. So that's something that the Raiders should experiment with on their defense. Absolutely. Great, great call. We appreciate it, you guys. And uh, we're going to get out of here for a, a shorter show than usual. We'll go a little longer next time. But Mo and I have had a crazy day and bagged. We got to go on to a couple other things. But again, make sure you send in your mail to mail at silverandblacktoday.com. Or check out the phone number listed in the description of the podcast or on the YouTube video below, and you can call that in as well. We might even get, you know what, we'll get to some more of them tomorrow, Mo. We'll, we'll, we got a couple emails we'll get to on our Thursday show. Make sure you join us tomorrow as we talk about uh, the Raiders heading into uh, their next game. Go ahead. And, and as Matt said, we do owe Amik an apology. I also, like you, Matt, thought he was going to be cut. <laughs> Shout out to Amik. Made a big play. People wanted him cut. People thought he was at the door. He's still there. He's still making plays. Shout out to him. Good for Amik. All right. There you go. Uh, make sure you follow Mo on X.com. M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at LV Gully. Everybody, we will talk to you tomorrow on Silver and Black Today, the Thursday edition. For our producer, Mike Robier, for Mo Moten, I'm Scott Branson. We'll talk to you then. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.